Warning. This show may be unsuitable for young fillies, colts, and foals due to strong language prevalent in literally every episode, and some mild sexual innuendo. We will also touch on themes of racial relations, political climate, and other sensitive subjects, but we will let you know when those things come up. Pony, welcome to Equestria Gaze, my little pony rewatch podcast. You can follow this podcast on Twitter at Equestria Gaze. I'm Anya. I'm extra uh, announcer voice today. Uh, my pronouns are they, them, and you can find me on Twitter at aka Anya. I'm joined by my partner in life, love, and flipping houses, August. Hi, I'm August. I wave at the microphone like a dingus. I use they them pronouns and you can find me on Twitter at Harpydora. And today, once again, we are joined by our very special guest, Izzy. Hello, howdy. I'm Izzy. <laughs> just get used to seeing Izzy here. <laughs> I just I live here now. <laughs> I use sincere pronouns. You can find me on Twitter at the Sean Deer, and you can find my actual play podcast at Hope's Hearth Pod. You should listen to it. It's really good. Do it. Yeah. So each week we'll saddle in to rewatch an episode of My Little Pony Friendship is Magic to break apart what exactly the show is trying to say, the good, the bad, and the downright problematic. We figured it's still only seven days into this year and everything is continuing to happen, so why not watch some cartoons? I hadn't seen My Little Pony until this year, and now I have, and my life is better for it. And uh, I got into Friendship is Magic when it first came out. I witnessed the genesis of the Brony fandom and eventually fell off the cart around season four, which is to say that this ain't my first rodeo. And like August, I've been hoofing it in this pasture since the beginning, but I unhitched myself from the wagon somewhere around season five or six. I've seen many things as I continue to tell <laughs> August and Anya. Yep. <sighs> it's great. It's so good. Everything's fine. We're learning so much. <laughs> anyway, uh, this week we'll be discussing season one, episode 15, Feeling Pinky Keen. Uh, Twilight Sparkle is practicing magic on Spike when they see Pinkie Pie walking around in an umbrella hat and hiding under things. Twilight is dismissive of Pinkie's odd behavior, but asks Pinkie about it, and she explains that she can sometimes sense that certain things are going to happen using her, quote, Pinkie sense. Twilight is skeptical, but Pinkie's predictions of something falling comes true. 
This kicks off a series of events where Pinky predicts increasingly more dangerous and painful shenanigans that happen to Twilight, and Twilight resorts to secretly spying on Pinky to study her powers in the wild. Once Twilight is thoroughly concussed, Pinky gets a new prediction, which is a twitch she's never had before. She thinks this one's going to be, quote, a doozy at the bog where Fluttershy is rehoming some frogs. Pinky, Applejack, Twilight, and Spike go to the bog to make sure Fluttershy is okay and warn her about the doozy. At first, things seem normal, but as Twilight is gloating about Pinky's sense not working, a Hydra attacks. The girls narrowly escape, and Twilight must finally admit that she believes in Pinky's extrasensory predictions, revealing the doozy was not the Hydra after all. It was, instead, Twilight's belief in Pinky's unexplainable powers. Afterwards, they go back to Ponyville, where Twilight dons her umbrella hat, composes her letter to Celestia, and Pinky accurately predicts that something, Celestia herself, will fall from the sky. So, that brings us to our first portion of the show, the message to Phillies, Colts, and Foles, which is where we kind of give our takeaway as adults of what we think that the show is actually teaching kids beyond, like, the letter to Celestia at the end. So, my message is just because you don't understand how something works doesn't mean that it doesn't work pretty self-explanatory i don't know how a fucking internal combustion engine works but that doesn't stop my car from running yep my message that i pulled from this was you don't have to understand everything about your friends not everything is explainable in a simple way and accepting them as they are can make your friendship stronger because i came at this from the Pinkie pie's autistic perspective <laughs> Fair. valid uh, I took away that you shouldn't shit on your friends for their beliefs, and even if those beliefs are different than your own and seem impossible, you don't have any right to tell them what they believe in is wrong. All right. So, that brings us to... I'm not going to say it, because we <laughs> already did this last week. We're not going to do this again this week. But this brings us to the main part of our show. <laughs> The bridled meaning where we talk about like the things that we've picked up on as adults watching a kid's show and kind of like the subtext and maybe the intentional or unintentional unfortunate things. And I believe that the first point is yours, babe. Yeah, um, mine's just straight up in the cold open that it's interesting that the recipients of the magic have to pay attention to the spell and focus almost as hard as the person casting the spell for it to work yeah it's it's weird and also i think this is the first time we've seen that because twilight usually just willy-nilly casts magic but this time like because spike lost focus the magic failed yeah and it's not something that comes up particularly often usually like if if it comes up when like twilight casts a spell on rarity later on like, Rarity has to kind of, like, be still, but Rarity's not concentrating on the spell as well. Like, Rarity doesn't know anything about the spell. So it's like... Right. What What is the difference between this and that kind of thing? I think it's just an excuse to hurt Spike again. <laughs> yeah, probably. Like, I don't... Like, I don't like Season 1 Spike... But going back and watching it again, it's just like, man, this kid doesn't deserve all of the shit that hits him in the head. Ooh, he does not. Yeah, these 
everyone in this show has permanent head damage. Like, <laughs> it's not good. Everyone's very hurt and concussed. Ponyville Hospital must see them a lot. <laughs> um, so something that I say all the time, and I may not, I don't typically say it like loud enough that like other people will hear me say it. I just say it uh, is twitchy, 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 twitch. It is a choice echolalia phrase. Uh, Pinkie Pie has quite a few of those, and I am Pinkie Pie. Oh, <laughs> I'm Pinkie Pie. It true. It's yes, I am Pinkie Pie. This episode is so good to her too. It's it's very it good. Is. Yeah, it is one of the better Pinkie Pie episodes. My partners both make jokes that I'm Pinkie Pie kin, and I just live there. <laughs> <laughs> no. They're not wrong. <laughs> yeah, but speaking of being good to Pinkie Pie, Twilight is not. That no. she's so dismissive of Pinkie's odd behavior like Spike's just like, "What's going on over there?" and Twilight's just like, "Oh, Pinkie's just being Pinkie," as if that's a contemptible thing, and it's just very frustrating. Like like we were saying last week, are these ponies even friends? <laughs> Yeah, and then when, like, when Pinky goes on to explain what's going on, instead of, like, respecting her, Twilight goes on to just almost get worse. It's it's bad, but, like, Twilight does literal actual magic. So why doesn't she believe in the magic that is Pinkie Pie? So I think some of it, this is me coming at it as, like, an autistic person, um... Pinkie Pie and Twilight, to me, have always read as two different, like, flavors of autistic. And mm -hmm. there are a lot, there, there is a lot of, like, when you have two people who are autistic and they interact with the world in different ways, they have problems understanding each other. That's fair. And so, like, Pinkie Pie tends to come at things like everything is a new adventure like she doesn't always understand things but she doesn't typically immediately dismiss them and twilight is very like logical strict schedules like that's how she functions and if she doesn't mm -hmm. have that she can't function so when something is thrown at her that she doesn't understand she immediately has to try to understand it for it to make sense in her brain right yeah. And so and it's it's a it's a clash of that. It's almost like they're trying to use magic in this series as like a stand-in for science. So so Twilight is like the logistical science person <laughs> and Pinky is actually the one doing weird magic that like couldn't possibly be real. Yeah. Which is interesting, but I I like I like framing it like that. That definitely helps. Yeah. There there's a lot of like with all of the ponies honestly where they read yeah. as not neurotypical and it's it's interesting especially when you consider like cutie marks maybe like if if you want to go like full bore into the into this analogy cutie marks are special interests yeah like it's it's that thing that you're gonna focus on solely yeah like you can do other things but this is the thing that you really like doing yeah. Uh, what in the wide, wide world of Equestria is such a silly set of words. 
<laughs> it's fun to say, though. It really is. <laughs> um. Also, we made the the same point, August. Pinkie Pie could talk to frogs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh. Hey, Pinky. Since when can you talk to animals? Hey, hey Pinky. <laughs> hey, Pinkie Pie. <laughs> Just have some questions. Is that something that she inherited from Loki, her great 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 grandfather? Well, great 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 grandmare, I guess. But God. this you know. is why Pinkie Pie is a chaos entity because Pinkie Pie is not a draconicus. Pinkie Pie is just literally a trickster. Yeah, <laughs> she's descended from Sleipnir. Yeah, exactly. Oh my God. It makes perfect sense. Look, it's great. The sooner I accepted this reality into my heart, the better Pinkie Pie got as a character. I love her. Pinkie Pie is so good. Yeah, she really is. And I love I love how this episode and Swarm of the Century really, like, expanded her beyond mm -hmm. LOL so random. Like, yeah. mm -hmm. it's so nice that she's not just, pardon the expression, a one-trick pony. Huh. Um, well, yeah, because, like... Usually, like, Twilight is acting like you would expect other people to, like, oh, that's just Pinkie Pie being weird. And then everyone else in the town is like, no, you need to panic. Like, when she twitches, you freak out. That's that's how this goes. <laughs> and, like, yep. everyone else takes her seriously. <laughs> yeah. I just, I, even with the reading of Twilight as being another flavor of autistic, I still just, why is Twilight so dismissive? Are these ponies even friends? Yes. It does still read as, like, not quite ableist, but it's... It's, it's a lack of respect. Yes. It's definitely... It definitely reads Sheltered Child. Mm-hmm. Um, which is what yeah, Twilight which is. Which Twilight definitely is, yeah. Mm. Personally... I want to know that ditch that Twilight fell in. Could someone tell me where the giant rift in the middle of the town came from? No clue. Could not tell you. Has that always been there? Uh, Is it nah. on the maps? <laughs> <laughs> no clue. I got no answer. fucking huge. It's not a ditch. It's huge. I don't, I don't know if it ever comes back either. There's <laughs> just a casual crack in the center of town. Um, Maybe they were redirecting yeah. part of the river. Oh, no. <laughs> they do do random stuff like that where it's like, and it was closed up the next day. Moving on. Yeah. Um, but also on a more serious note, I I want to know, and I think I already know the answer because I've watched till season four at least. But does this intuition subplot ever come back up again after this episode? And why is this the first we're hearing about it? So I have an answer for this, and it's yes and no. It uh -huh. doesn't come up in a way that has any effect on overarching story stuff whatsoever. Mm -hmm. It does come back when Weird Al Yankovic's character comes on the show. <laughs> it I'm comes sorry, back before what? then. Oh, it, it does? It comes back before then. I'm sorry, yes. are you just blazing <laughs> over the fact that Weird Al Yankovic has a character on this show? What? what? His, name, his, his pony soda's name is Cheese Sandwich. Oh, that makes me want a cheese sandwich. And he's basically like, Pinkie Pie. They're exactly the same. 
Oh my god! I have that's got to be after season four because I would have remembered that episode. I think that's okay. season five. Um, oh my god! What? When did it come up before? I think it's the the Mare-Do-Well episode when oh. everybody. Yeah, when everybody's pretending to be the masked uh, vigilante, Pinkie Pie saves everybody from the falling building because her pinky sense told her where things were falling so she could get the people out of the way before the building collapsed yes okay Okay. i forgot about that because i haven't in my rewatch i haven't gotten to that's actually the next episode i have to watch that one's Mm. a good one it is a very good one um but yeah Yeah, i don't remember if it comes up at any other times but it never really comes up in anything overarching plot significant i don't even think it's in the movie like this is a really big plot device they've introduced it has a lot of implications that they do nothing with yeah like that's fascinating go off i guess (laughs) um (laughs) but anyway yeah and continuing on with like the magic you know twilight can do magic um, somebody actually brings that up. I think it wasn't it like Spike who brought that up. And Twilight's just like, this isn't magic. Magic only happens when you decide to do it. And it's just like, says the pony who got into magic school with an involuntary magic explosion. Yeah, we get we get some 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 good unicorn elitism with this about magic. Yeah. Um because Twilight went to like basically a private academy for unicorns um rarity didn't go to that school yeah and there's a lot a lot of unicorn elitism around magic uh but for the fandom pinkie pie is one of the biggest pieces of evidence that we as a fandom have for the fandom meta that earth ponies and pegasi have magic in them to do the things that they do which i think you guys brought up when you were talking about Applejack's apple bucking? Um, I think we just determined that Applejack is just shredded. Yeah, I mean, she's also just shredded. I think that the creators, they should have drawn her with muscles and uh, they got oh. scared. Oh, wait, no, you're talking about apple buck season when all of the magic gets used to harvest the apples because Applejack is too exhausted to actually be useful yeah sorry um no yeah but applejack is also just fucking shredded i heard applejack had an eight pack (laughs) (laughs) look they they're a bunch of cowards who didn't want to draw a muscular lady exactly yeah um but like there's this really cool fandom meta that earth ponies and pegasi have their own brands of magic it's why the pegasi can control the weather it's why the earth ponies like can just do a whole bunch of shit. Uh, a lot of it has to do with like their connection to the earth and like doing growing crops and making things, etc. Things like that. It's really cool meta. Um, but mm-hmm. you know, in the show, only unicorns can do magic. Twilight, come on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's. It definitely reads as very elitist, but the show is saying otherwise that, like, nah, magical shit here just happens all the time. I do. We we both commented on the Zanya. I do like the soapbox. 
Yeah, that's a nice, like, no kid is going to get that reference. But And I didn't even notice it the first time through. But no, damn, that was a good. I- I've watched Twilight this. steps up on a literal. <laughs> I've watched this <laughs> episode multiple times, like, a lot. And, like, it only took, it was, like, I think I noticed it on a rewatch a few years ago that it was a soapbox. And then, like, again, when I rewatched it, and I've watched it twice now in the past, like, few months, and I'm just like, oh, it's a soapbox. That's so fucking funny. What the fuck? Yeah. Like, <laughs> very good. That was good. <laughs> I was hoping someone else would notice that. <laughs> I noticed things. <laughs> So my next point is unrelated, but the <laughs> subtitles say that uh, Panky is saying okie dokie mokey. She does but not. She definitely <laughs> doesn't. That's a Loki at the end. So uh, Panky Pie descended from Loki confirmed. <laughs> that's all. Yeah. That's, yep. it. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's just that's my headcanon about Panky. I will stand by it. Yep. Oh, God. Uh, and Izzy and I commented uh, on a sim- you know, the same point. I'm just, in all caps, in utter frustration. Why is Twilight so dismissive? Can't she just accept that others believe in this and move on? It's like, I will not believe in anything I cannot explain. Like, Twilight... The Everfree Forest is right there. Celestia is right there. You're literally <laughs> surrounded by shit you can't explain. You're a talking horse. Freaking <laughs> <laughs> God. And then, unrelated to that, an unfortunate moment with the subtitles, which is tribal music playing. Like, could you not? Yeah. Could you not? Like, it's bad. Like, Twilight spying on her friend also bad tribal music playing really pairing yeah. that that spying with tribal it's music it's bad yeah oh this well, isn't I- the last time we'll see the show being shitty to uh indigenous people <sighs> we're skipping that episode by the way just so everyone knows we're skipping that episode yes, we are putting out you- a statement yep if you've watched my little pony you know exactly what episode we're fucking talking about I skipped that in my rewatch. I hate that episode. I think I've only watched that episode once. I hate it. I don't... Yeah, I don't want to rewatch it again. I think we're literally just going to put out some stuff that's like, here's places you can donate to. Because yeah. <laughs> fuck this episode. It does not deserve acknowledgement. Yeah. But anyway. <laughs> now y'all got me doing it. <laughs> yep. Look, it's addictive. Uh, sorry, <laughs> not sorry. <laughs> There's a lot of really good physical comedy in this episode. Like, Pinkie Pie episodes and Pinkie Pie are usually really great about physical comedy, but the fact that it has now extended to a different pony is hilarious. Twilight mm-hmm. is also made of rubber and putty, and Muffins is mm-hmm. here to provide Acme-style comedy. Muffins? That's uh, Did I miss pony- another one? That would be the background pony with the eyes that face in two different directions. Oh my god, I missed another one. Yep. Uh, that pony actually has a different name in the fandom and is actually in... I don't know if Netflix has this 
the the original version of the episode but she was named in an episode and they took it out when a bunch of like moms flipped their shit um about it and i personally i'm not fond of the name um but her original name was derpy do no uh. it was so the fandom called her derpy hooves and then they called her ditzy do Ah, when yes. They named her, but they gave her a really weird voice that really was kind of offensive and they backpedaled on it. Um and honestly, Derpy Hooves and Ditsy Doo are both not great names at all. So I prefer muffins. And also on all of the toy packaging that they do for her, they just put a little picture of a muffin. Yeah, because she's famous for in an episode with Pinkie Pie saying muffins. Oh my god! Yeah. Also, like for a time there, I don't know how long this persisted, but for a time there, she was uh, head canoned to be Doctor Hooves's uh, companion. That's still a thing. Still a okay, thing. Okay, good. My god. Still good. a thing, I'm and glad. it is my favorite non-canon thing. We Ooh, have I to have. It extra stuff where we go into all of the fucking like fan canon stuff because i'm damn. not reading fallout equestria we're not Ooh. doing that fuck no oh we read cupcakes anyway. <laughs> we read- oh my god <laughs> um, i won't i won't do that to anya <laughs> i kind of want it to happen now um i'll do it to anya i've never read cupcakes i've never Thank read it you. either but i'm not gonna do that to anya <laughs> So what I took away from all this, because I don't know muffins, um, pleasure to meet you. I'm sorry I missed you. Uh, was that as like a scientific point of view, eventually correlation has to equal causation, right? Like there's so much evidence that I feel like eventually, like after all of the pain Twilight has been through, why does it take so long for her to acknowledge that maybe this is real? The flavor of autistic. That's fair. Also, for the fucking jokes, because the writers are bad at writing. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it was a fun episode. It was a little uncomfortable with how mean Twilight was being to Pinky, but like, yeah. the slapstick was good. Yeah. Like, why is Twilight so mean about Pinky maybe being wrong? Like, it's just, there's no reason for Twilight to be this mean. No. Yeah, if your friends ever, like, are wrong about something they've said, don't be a Twilight. <laughs> Please don't. Unrelated to that, Pinkie Pie playing with her tongue is an autistic mood. <laughs> Just blah, 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 blah. <laughs> <laughs> I do that all the time when I'm alone because it's gross. Oh my god. <laughs> I don't want to do it around other people. Have I already told the embarrassing story of me, like, playing with my lips? Uh, not on air, I don't think. No, I don't think so. So, there was this one time where, like, I had just moved in, and, like, I lived alone for a long time. So, I would just do shit, like, I would, like, stick my lips out and, like, flick them with my fingers and, like, fuck around, like, <laughs> like that, and do stupid shit. And one day, August just slowly looked over at me, and I stopped and was like, oh my god, I don't live alone. <laughs> just like, I completely forgot. 
I wasn't upset. I just wanted to know what the noise was. <laughs> I just completely forgot that I don't live alone anymore. And I was like <laughs> fucking with my face. Just like, do to do. This is fine. I do it all the time. And I have, I still have issues doing like some stuff around my partners because my brain is like, this is an embarrassing thing. Don't do this around other people. And it's like, both of my partners don't give a shit. They'll just comment that like, hey, that thing you're doing is kind of gross. And I'll be like, yeah, but I gotta. And it's fine. Fair. <laughs> God bless. <sighs> yeah. All of us commenting on the same thing. Yeah. yeah we're basically um... just saying Twilight's being a mean and rude, salty person. I do feel like it was so uncharacteristic, though. Like, she's... She's never acted like this. Especially after the Trixie episode. This is so weird. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I was specifically thinking of the Trixie episode. Yeah. Like, this is so out of character for her. Yeah. It's, it, part of this feels like maybe this was written before that episode. Maybe. But it was released after? I don't know. Um, well, I mean... The My Little Pony wiki does say that Lauren Faust kind of regrets some of this episode because it really muddied, like, the meeting. So I don't know if she's talking about Twilight being shitty or what, but they know they fucked up here. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's good. Me realizing that Rainbow Dash and Rarity were not in this episode at all, like, I only literally this last watch through realized that like actually like that information sunk into my brain and i was like oh my god they're not in this episode wait hold on rarity had a really hard last episode she's got to recover <laughs> rainbow dash just just fucked off somewhere yeah mm -hmm. rainbow dash doesn't give a shit about this <laughs> i I like Fluttershy as they're running from the Hydra, looking at the frog who's also running, just like, I'm so sorry. Like, Fluttershy, be more than sorry. You delivered them to their death. Like, has no one ever talked about an urban legend with a Hydra in the bog before? Because that, like, that seems like a thing. <laughs> yeah. And not only that, but, like, Fluttershy has historically done really well with large, monstrous creatures. Like, mm-hmm. And she does well with monstrous creatures in the future that are probably more dangerous than the Hydra. And, like, there's no acknowledgement of the fact that Fluttershy has these abilities, which, you know, could also potentially be, like, Fluttershy's magic power, since we're talking about non-unicorns having magic. Mm-hmm. I mean, the stare. Yeah, the stare. And she understands animals, like, I feel like it goes deeper than just understanding animal behavior. Like, it seems like she understands what they're saying pretty much all the time. Like, yeah. So it's Plot. a little frustrating that they took the cheap way out here. There are ways like, you know, even just a throwaway line of, you know, oh, I can't talk to that. You can't talk to a Hydra. Like, something, anything. Yeah. Yeah, like there's too many heads. Everyone would argue. God, <laughs> it did. It did pretty much erase that whole development with like her calming down everything bigger and scarier than her, or yelling yeah. at because she yelled at the dragon. Yeah, she yeah. did. Once the dragon laid one finger on her friend, she was like, "All right, Mister." 
Um, you fucked around, you're gonna find out. <laughs> <laughs> Love it when Fluttershy gets scary. It's great. Yeah. I know. Love her. I think some of that is, again, this is, I think this lends a little bit to maybe this episode was written earlier. Um, mm-hmm. Also, plot. Yeah. Which is not a yeah. good excuse. It's never a good excuse. But some of this just feels like they pushed characterization for plot reasons, and it's like, but why? Yeah. Or they're insinuating that Hydras are so dumb you can't talk to them. I mean, yeah. Like, I'm actively watching a show that involves talking ponies. I have suspended my disbelief. It's okay. Like, you don't have to throw out other things that might be too crazy and out there that have come up before. Yeah. Yeah. Also, like, this is just... And again, this is further suspicion that it was written earlier because, like, you know, Twilight's standing there looking at the chasm and is just like, oh no, whatever shall I do? Twilight, you can fucking teleport. You've teleported yourself longer distances under less dire circumstances. Like, you just fucking casually teleported to keep up with Applejack, who was, like, barely shuffling because she was practically half dead. Like, (laughs) what the fuck, Twilight? Got no answer for that one. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. She she teleports really early in the season, in the whole series or whatever yeah yeah but it's i don't know like this whole finale area is very frustrating um but and izzy and i both commented on this the high point is uh twilight is rapidash slash ponita confirmed (laughs) it's apparently unicorns can get so angry that they catch on fire with magic it's great this is the only time that twilight does this (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but i i do have a, a small a small spoiler that i didn't know until recently and we get to see celestia do this what oh. i have huh. no idea the full context for it so i don't Does know it involve discord i don't know i think it huh. has to do with you know luna like nightmare moon uh-huh. it's like celestia's yeah, version of that oh yeah because she's pretty wispy yeah, so that's that's all I got. I th- I don't know what season that's in. I don't know what it is. Huh. I do I just genuinely saw... think. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, I, I was just gonna say like I saw some when I was looking for the uh, the gif of Celestia's. <laughs> when I was looking for a gif, I saw that and I was like, "What? Huh. Holy shit!" I do genuinely think this is a Pokemon reference, though. Like, there's no way that's not a reference to Ponyta slash Rapidash. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Is that how Ponyta is supposed to be said? I have no idea. Ponyta? I always say Ponyta. Ponyta. Ponyta? 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 Ponyta. (laughs) I I don't know. I don't know. A pony doesn't sound like a real word anymore. <laughs> <laughs> They're not real animals. Ponies don't exist. God, oh um, no. That's, our that's your horse for today. David <laughs> Ponies aren't real. <laughs> Brian David Gilbert voice, like, horses don't... No, not Dave, Brian David Gilbert voice. H-bomb guy voice. Horses don't exist. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking same white guy energy. 
Oh, bless. Anyway, I would like to point out that the ink Spike is using for the letter to Celestia is invisible ink. Oh, jeez. Oh, jeez. I only oh, noticed that on the watch through before when I, like, I watched this episode again, but, like, the last time I watched it, which was a few weeks ago, and I saw that, and I was like, wait, hold on, double take. It That's invisible ink. It's fine. Like, Celestia is god she hears all she she knows already oh she does <laughs> yeah, she's she's omniscient not omnipotent <laughs> jesus i mean that's a good distinction though and i think yes. that it's one that keeps getting borne out through the series so yeah it's fair <laughs> but um i okay i really kind of hate the message of this episode overall because I don't think that there's a problem with wanting evidence-based beliefs Mm -hmm. and I don't think that there's a problem with saying I don't have any proof of this so I don't believe that (sighs) okay it's just like you know there's no proof that vaccines can cause autism but people choose to believe that even though there's also ample proof that there's it's not and it's just it feels like this episode with the way that it kind of muddies things makes it sound like it's okay to believe whatever even if there's no scientific proof for it you know yeah a lot of the 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 message is a little muddy yeah i just i hate the way it plays out and i hate the way Like, I feel like it could have been a really good episode about, you know, just because you don't understand how something works doesn't mean it's not real. Mm -hmm. But I think they missed that mark entirely, especially with the way that Twilight phrases her letter to Celestia at the end. Yeah. It is unfortunate. This is not the first time that they do this with the message either. Like, it just keeps happening. And it's like, y'all are writing... A children's TV show. Y'all gotta be clear mm-hmm. with this shit. But no. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just, it frustrates me. It really rubs me the wrong way. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't help that the messaging is really muddy on top of the fact that Twilight has been such a shitty friend yeah, this God. episode. She's just been so shitty. It's like, I'm not saying that this episode isn't fun because I love what it does for Pinky. I love Pinky's characterization in this episode. And I do like the idea that Twilight can't explain certain things, but that doesn't mean that they don't exist. Yeah. You know? It's mm-hmm. a good idea. And they do kind of get back into it as things go on. Like, Twilight has to confront more and more things that she can't explain. Mm-hmm. And she reacts better to those things. So I I know they come back to this just a little bit, but it's still, like, frustrating as hell. Yeah. Ah, uh, well. My final note. <laughs> oh, oh, man. I really, really wish that Trollestia had not become such a horrible fandom meme because she is such a fucking troll. She's so fucking funny. I love her to yeah. death. I love Celestia so much. It's just like, oh, something's gonna fall from the sky. Celestia, fuck your balcony. 
<laughs> she's I, she's such a troll. I love her. I love her when that when she visits Ponyville in that later episode. It's so good. Oh God, uh, the bird and hoof episode. Uh huh. Yes. Uh, oh my God. Oh my God. She's so good. So with the teen, she's like, gotcha. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's so good it's so good celestia has a really great character that they tend to use quite effectively they do she's she's so good and then the fandom was like but what if we were terrible and made many different versions of celestia that were terrible yeah i've seen so many bad 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 things yeah because Sorry. adults in this fandom don't know how to control themselves Ooh, yeah. It's bad. Anyway. <laughs> Fuck your balcony. <laughs> anyway, uh, let's move on. Let's let's say fuck yo bridled meaning and go to the main event. <laughs> uh yeah, I can start if you want. Yes, Yay. please. So my main event is uh flashing back to like my Nickelodeon and Disney days, and I'm getting some real strong That's So Raven vibes from this episode and, like, the future prediction. And some of these actions happened because of the future prediction, just like in That's So Raven, like, Twilight fell into the ravine because she wasn't looking while she was talking to Pinky, and, like, the whole bog thing made the prediction come true. It was just great. I, I was feeling some strong That's So Raven vibes. It was some good shit. <laughs> yeah. Um, my main event is that it's nice to see Twilight being the subject of the slapstick after all the things that she's put Spike through through the first parts of this season. Like, again, Spike's obnoxious, but he doesn't deserve a lot of the shit that they've done to him. And so... Especially since Twilight is his guardian, it's nice to see her get her comeuppance because Spike makes it through the episode pretty much scot-free after the cold open. <laughs> yeah, because he believes. Yeah. Um, my my main event is very simple because I am a sim I am a simple draconicus, and it is Twilight turning into an angry fireball unicorn. It's good. God. Oh, I think we done did it. We done did an episode. Psst, babe. Babe. Yeah, uh, what? Oh! Oh! <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna end each week with a moan of silence. Goodbye. <laughs> no respect for you. None! <laughs> <laughs> um, we're going to end each week with <laughs> should I try again or just leave it oh. it's up to you babe <laughs> this is a random piece of horse trivia that we found online that may or may not be true we're assuming it's true because the internet doesn't lie it's impossible uh, this week's horse fact is that horses only sleep about three hours a day. If you've got any fun horse facts you want us to include on the show, send them to us on Twitter. 
We made it so long without Armis jumping in that box. Uh, send them to us on Twitter at Equestria Gaze, and we'll give you a shout out. So I think, for the love of Christ, I think Izzy should take us out because Artemis is awful. <laughs> Again, finger guns to the microphone. Until next time, stay cool, every pony, And remember, Black Lives Matter, trans rights are human rights, and please, for the love of Celestia, wear your fucking mask. <laughs> clip clop, clip clop, clip clop, clip clop. Do not anger God. <laughs>